Freedom is a feeling, and the best way to truly feel free is behind the wheel of a Jeep SUV. Find out what true freedom feels like at Jeep Freedom Days. And now, financing at $2,500 total cash allowance on the purchase of a 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee WK Laredo 4x4. Don't miss this great offer. Financing for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Must take retail delivery by 531-22. Jeep is a registered trademark. Did you know 77% of women who wear bladder weakness products experience intimate skin irritation? As if having incontinence wasn't stressful enough. But Tenna Intimate Pads have been gynecologist tested and do not cause skin irritation. Gentle on my intimate skin. I need to try Tenna Intimate Pads. Visit TennaSample.com for your free sample. Kind to skin protects like Tenna. Tip your hat and laugh all day on his island. Well, on his island. A little island. Oh. Hello, this is the Keys bartender coming to you from the Catch Restaurant here in beautiful Key Largo. I'm joined here with Bill Wissinger. Hi, how y'all doing? And Luke Summers. Say hi, Luke. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> It sounded like Butthead from uh, Beavis and Butthead, but that was Luke Summers, believe it or not. And uh, this episode is brought to you by Bacardi Rum, that iconic rum that's known for the Cuba Libra. Did I say it right? Cuba Libra, uh, the, the rum and Coke with lime. But we are, uh, we are, I am drinking it. I don't know if, Luke, ha have you had a chance to have any of it? I know my friend Cheryl's having some of it, um, but we're going to get into it a little more in a moment. I wanted to uh, just address a recent topic, and I saw on Facebook, someone asked the question, how does the eclipse affect astrology and affect your sign? And I'm going to address that directly right now. It doesn't do anything. <laughs> it won't do anything. The planets are hundreds of millions of miles away, and the arbitrary star alignments that you see that ancient people made into the hunter you or know, the virgin or the bull, they that. don't do anything for your life. The moon and the sun, yes. If you say the moon and the sun are important, yes, they are. If they were gone, there would be huge consequences for human beings. But the only way Uranus is going to be... a it's going to affect you is if you don't eat enough fiber. Get it? Uranus. You get, okay. So yeah, we got that. Right now, uh, since we have uh, uh, our friends here, we're going to feature some of this uh, rum. Sean, can you do me a favor? Can you just make a small picture of the rum punch, uh, Bacardi rum punch? If you have a picture, you could use a, a shaker glass. A shaker, yeah, a glass, uh, 16 ounce, and fill it up, and we're going to uh, do uh, some rum punches, and we're going to pass those out. We just want people to understand that Bacardi rum is great with almost anything. You got the uh, Cuba Libra, which is the rum and coke. You have, uh, I think, the classic daiquiri. The classic daiquiri is uh, lime juice and rum on ice. You can also do it up as uh, the daiquiri also. And 
It's delicious. All I know is the first time I ever got drunk, it was on uh, 151 Bacardi. Did, did everyone hear that? Luke was the first time he ever got drunk, was 151 Bacardi. I'm surprised it wasn't Golden Girl. How old were you, seven? Uh, 14. 14. Oh, you know what? That's almost, I'm in the same thing. What was he? If, hey, you listen, we're not, promoting, we're not pr promoting irresponsible drinking. We're promoting responsible drinking. But I have to say, I did the same thing. We live in the real world, and that's what happens. When we uh, create a prohibition, uh, children push against it. And that's what happened to the young Luke Summers. What were you, 14 <laughs> years old? Uh, yeah, yeah. Is that your first time? That, Back did, in the woods. First you, time of getting drunk? Uh, yeah. Did you do anything embarrassing? Um, well, I, uh, for about the first 15 minutes after I drank m most of the bottle, it was great. And then after that, I started puking and dry heaving for the next two days. So there's the uh, image. So and I have never been able to drink rum since then. I had the same experience with other uh, liquor before. But uh, you know what? Uh, Bacardi rum is not that kind of liquor you would do something like the 151. You may have to. Yeah, 151. When you, you, you can it. abuse it. But if you have it responsibly, I'm actually going to, I want to share that out for the uh, drinks. Hey, listen, why don't you guys <laughs> talk about your first experiences drinking while I pour this out? Oh, okay. okay. We, we probably got a lot of those. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I think the first time I got loaded was probably about 12, 13 years old on Champagne Punch. Champagne Punch. Christmas party. Christmas party, yeah. I was hanging out in the kitchen. My parents were out there trying to be uh, VIPs, and I was back in the kitchen getting hammered with uh, the, all the cute little cocktail waitresses. Well, I had they a were, beard they thought I was then, cute. So. They thought I was cute as hell, and they kept feeding me full of champagne punch. Back then, the drinking age was 18, and at 14, I had a beard, and so I went to the liquor store and got my own booze. You there know? you go. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I don't... I, I, I don't think I really ever got carded until about five, six years ago when they started doing that big push for card everybody thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got the girl at the grocery store asking me for my ID. I'm just looking at her going, yeah, sure, there you go. I don't get that. When Dixie always, when you buy beer at the uh, checkout line, they scan your driver's license into the machine, and I find that personally... Uh, yeah. No, uh, you're on their violating violating my uh, privacy. You, know? you need to know when you're getting uh, the. Actually, you know, if they send me, if they do the specials when they got the like the two for one London broil, I don't care. They can right. violate me. Right. <laughs> they just have to make it worth my time to be violated. <laughs> well, I have a feeling there's some supercomputer somewhere going. Ah, look how much this some bitch drinks, dude. There you go. No, I'll take a little one. That's fine. I'll take. I'll take. I'll take that short. No, I guess Luke's passing me off the tall one. He's going to take the short one. There you go. Hey. Wow. Woo! We got light up glasses. Now, since this is radio and you can't see, we do have uh, these very cool little Bacardi shot glasses that have a blinking LED in the bottom. That light up when you put liquid in there. That's oh, actually shit. pretty cool. So, yeah. <laughs> Even when Luke turns them over what, and looks at the bottom. What we were just trying right here was uh, uh, 
a rum punch, the classic rum punch, used with the clean favor, the flavor, favor, and the favor, the favor, favor because flavor. they provided the product. The of, flavor uh, saver. Of uh, Bacardi rum. And it's, um, it's great in those drinks, as well as rum and coke, which we're probably going to pass out a little later. But right now, besides talking about passing out, sure. uh, I'm, the subject of the show was called Desperate Times, uh, First Dates, uh, Tips from the Keys Bartender. And recently, I've researched, I've seen terms used as love bombing, benching, ghosting, zombieing, and gaslighting. Do you know what that means, Luke? I have no clue. Okay, these are terminologies used in dating now. Love bombing is where uh, the subject of uh, affection, the guy that's dating the girl, he just hits her with a lot of affection, and he's love nodes, romancing her, and he just hits her up and tries to overwhelm her, and she gets confused. And he just wins over her affections. And the problem with this, then, in love bombing is that guy, the guys gain these favors of the girls, and... They fall in love, and that's it. The guys, the guys kind of move on doing their own thing. They're usually abusive and stuff like that. Benching. Benching, the next term. This is a good one. It, it's exactly what you think. I don't know. What do you bench? I can bench about 320. Damn. Um, so uh, benching is when uh, you, uh, you're dating somebody, and you keep them on the bench. Meaning you're rotating them in with other girls. That's what benching means. It's, a, it's in the Urban Dictionary. Oh, that's kind of like down here in the Keys. You don't lose your girl, you just lose, lose your, turn. your turn. Yeah, well, yeah, but that's, this is from the guy side in the city where you're kind of keeping them on the hook. You're keeping them on the hook, and they don't know where they're coming from. This next one, ghosting. Ghosting is where you never disappear. You back out of a girl's uh, life, and you're um, you're showing up every so often. You're you're going, hey, how you doing? You text them, and you're coming back, hey, I miss you. But you're really not doing anything. Zombieing, zombieing is where yeah, this is interesting. I think this is where you're, you're, the girl thinks the relationship's done, and you're coming back. She thinks it's dead. And you give her a nod. Now, I've been accused of that. I've been accused of that years ago. And I apologize to, I, I don't want to say all the women. There's several women that have done this. It could have been all the women. I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> Maybe one or two. To all the girls two. have loved yeah. before. Okay. I'm glad you sang that because I've been, I've been swallowing that urge the whole time I, when well, you started this. Yeah, that's zombieing. Zombieing is coming back. When the girl thinks that the relationship is dead. And the last one, the most complex one, is called gaslighting. And gaslighting comes from that play, gaslight. It's when a guy uses... Yeah, I'm still trying to work this out in my head. Uh, okay, it's veiled compliments, but it's also veiled insult, where you're taking away the person's self-esteem. So they can't go with anybody else. You're saying, you're pretty much... You're very fortunate to have me in your life. And, you know, th th this is just such a good fortune for you that don't ever get rid of me. Don't ever back away from loyalty on me. And, and that's the way gaslighting is. They lower the person's self-esteem. So 
in the 21st century, we've developed a new terminology. We have new technology. We have cell phones, uh, laptops, and all this stuff. And, but the social media, where the standard of behavior is kind of blurred. And I wanted to talk about first dates and get back to the essence of it. I like the old-fashioned one where you go out and th thoroughly embarrass yourself on the first one. Her parents show back up, pick her back up, and see, see each other two weeks later and pretend it never happened. You know, there's a, a lot to be said about that, and I'm not going to denigrate that point of view, but as a bartender, I've seen the, a lot of first meetings and uh, that turn into first dates, first dates and everything in between. And uh, I, I have to say, first dates are the most frequent because you have first dates are the most plentiful and then the number starts dropping down in second dates because people behave so badly. Well, as recent as 10 years ago, I've noticed some people sitting at a bar waiting for someone and it would appear when they met them, they never met them before. And I, in my head, being a 53-year-old man, I would think that there was a blind date. And then I realized they met on Match.com. They never met that person. They met that person through a, uh, a computer program. Yeah, nothing wrong with computer programs. No, there isn't. I actually know, I know a very nice couple that met on Match, and they're super nice and... The guy moved down from Georgia to be with the girl down in Florida, and it's worked no, out fantastic. But, but think about Good for them. No, just, I don't have the patience to deal with no, that. No, I, I understand that. I always like meeting people on that Ashley Madison site. Oh, Ashley, Mad <laughs> Ashley Madison is where the got married guys. Well, yeah, but the, the, I'm pretty sure the only th people on there are actually married guys. Or guys in relationships. Yeah, I don't think there's actually any women on Ashley oh, Madison. Okay. I, I think they're all a couple, but just not many. guys. No, they're, they're, uh, they're uh, women that are, what do they call them? Uh, no, don't say anything horrible. Um, <laughs> Why would I say anything horrible, rubbing. Jim? They're, they're uh, what do you call them? When they, what, the gold want, digger types? Gold diggers, gold diggers. There's nothing wrong with that because that's what they want. So everyone should go for what they want, but uh, that being said, you're going to get what... You know, you're going to reap what you sow. Uh, so, and then when Match.com came up, I, now, this is the anecdotal. <clears throat> People are only going to say what is in the best light of to reflect themselves. That's, if you're going to answer a question, do you like children? How do you feel Hell about no. long-term relationships? You're going you're gonna to answer much. in a... The best life. <laughs> no, but you are. If you're on Mass.com, you know, there's answer. so many questions that I could ask right now that we're just going to skip so we don't have to check that adult <laughs> content. No, box. but if you're, if you're going through the trouble of jumping through hoops to meet someone on Mass.com, you're going to try to reflect yourself in the best light. That's what I'm saying. Come on, it wouldn't make sense. Well, I'm just going to tell them that I like to sit on a couch and scratch my balls all night. Well, well, who doesn't? You'll never say that, but that's what they do. Okay. So, I see this. So, into uh, when you get to meet those pe people for the first time, you see them sitting there, and they're almost in shock of the person they met. <laughs> Most people want to co connect, and they're depending on their level of function or dysfunction, 
whether it's defined upwards or downwards, most relationships begin and end on the first date. And that's my conjecture. When I was yeah, younger, I'd agree with you. that was me. In my time, I always, I was really good on the first date or really bad on the first date. And I say one out of five, one out of six, I could probably stretch out to a, a week, a month or two at more. And that's me. So let's go into the do's and don'ts. And then we're going to get into uh, our first dates. And this is the uh, key. You know, you guys can't see that, but Luke, Luke's wave just gave him the high sign about don't even go there with that story. No, no. Well, so, yeah, Kim, Kim came up to Luke Summers and said, don't which, even Which means go that we now really need to hear that story. Okay. Well, let, let me get started. And this is, uh, I'm going to go into this, and then we can make our conjectures and everything. <laughs> so, there's phrases. Do's. When you meet somebody and you're going out on a first date, Let's try. You look nice is always underused. But once you get guys getting this, and girls, once you get in the superlatives, you're beautiful, you're handsome, you're hot, you're the hottest girl I ever met, blah, 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 blah. You have nowhere to go from there. You have nowhere to go. You used up all your superlatives. And you're going to have to make an exception and write some T.S. Eliot level shit love poems on your next date. Oh. So go easy on the love sonnet, Shakespeare. You know, I might just fall back on excess use of alcohol. I know, but the girl's going to remember. and if you Not if you have enough booze involved. Nobody's okay, going to remember. Okay. Well, and When it comes to going up to the drawer, I always suggest to have something in your hand, like not the thing that you probably suggest. A modest bouquet would be good. Nothing more. But you got to remember, there's like a nuclear buildup with these things. You have carnations, you have lilies, you have roses, and then you have earrings and engagement rings. That's where it goes right after that. You know? Be careful. It's a minefield out there yeah, where don't, you're dating. Don't start with jewelry first. Yeah. That way you can get tulips on your organ if you give her a nice bouquet of roses. There you go. Instead I like of that. roses on your <laughs> piano. Yeah. He didn't put that part in first, but... You get, it's better to have tulips on your organ than roses on your piano. That's Something like that. Yes. Okay. Now, remember, this is a basic one. Ask questions and listen to their answers. People love to tell you about things that are about them. They like to hear their names. They repeat their name back to them. If you're lucky, you'll find out how wonderful they are. Or perhaps you'll find out if there's a restraining order against them. Can I have that sheet over there? I think I have that. And listen, this is something I learned recently. Put that goddamn smartphone away. When you're on a date, stop texting. Before I met Abby, if you're on a date, <laughs> obviously you're out alone by yourself like many people are nowadays. Sad to say. But if you're on a first date, put the smartphone away. Unless you're um, a doctor you know, you could be OBGYN. No, you still only get a pass. If you're on a date, she needs your full undivided attention. Yeah, you need a full undivided attention. I took uh, a young lady out, beautiful young lady out, and she was an ex exercise instructor. And she said, I needed to talk to a client. I said, what? S tell them how to stretch afterwards or something? Are you kidding me? So 
put the smartphone away, pay some attention to the person you're with. It's really good. Well, well that's general date. relationship 101 there. That's our first date. That, that, that's, that's the 31st date. Pay attention to your wife. I didn't say that. That's wife. That's later on. That's later, later on, the... even when it starts. Pay attention to your wife. If okay. you don't, she's going to whack you upside the okay. head with a book. Let, let, let me talk about grooming. Let's talk about <laughs> grooming. You go on a first date. If you, if you go on a first date, show some effort. If you only wear T-shirts, jeans, and a hat, make sure they're clean. Shower prior to the date. Prior, I mean, within a couple hours. Don't smell like the dumpster outside the place you're going to or look like the person that's picking from it. That's important. The girl wants to see you make an effort. Or the guy. If you're a girl, it's good to be, you know, sound like you, you look like you made an effort to go and see them. And listen, this is another thing. There's a do. The person that asked for the date pays the check. It's a rule no, of thumb. No, if no the girl asks you out, date. she pays. She says, we're going out to dinner, she pays. You say we're going out to dinner, you pay. That's really easy. Okay, and this sounds old-fashioned, but you know what's really great? Lunch, breakfast, or coffee make a great, easy, non-stressful beginning for many people, and it leaves very little expectations. You're not going to have to worry about going to lip lock, you know? You don't have to worry about someone grabbing, like, just going for it, grabbing the crotch. They're, you know, it's, it's, co <laughs> it's coffee. I went on a date with a girl. Uh, she asked me to go skiing, and she, she uh, packed a picnic lunch. And needless to say, I told her I knew how to ski. Oh, I bet I that was fun. I did not. When I got off the ski lift, I took out a family of 15. It looks like I took out the Walton family when I got off my thing. Hey, let, okay, when you're going out to dinner, if you go out to dinner, a nice restaurant, but not too nice. Leave something you can build on. Because whatever happens, they're going to compare the first date, that whatever subsequent date. Why don't we go to a place like you took me in the first time? Jim's the only one who's not got a significant other here. Oh, she's listening. She's going to be listening. You know, I, I was just let, let, once again, this is radio, so you can't see the asides, but... Uh, Luke's wife is standing right around the corner. My uh, my girlfriend is sitting at the bar. And my, Jim's the only one who does and not my have wife is at home his and significant she's gonna other. Listen to this and she's going to hey, listen, I'm going to have to live with the repercussions of what I'm saying. There you go. Okay? So when they say, how come we never go to Mike a place Padula. as nice as blah, 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 there'll be, uh, just remember, there are plenty of uh, restaurants between the ranges of restaurants with uh, cheese fountains, and the Russian tea room. Oh, at the end of the night, when you're going for a kiss, go on it for a kiss for a cheek. Go for the cheek first. If you had a good time and she's receptive, maybe you'll get a little more. Maybe you get a kiss on the lips. Old school, she'll let you know if it's okay, for more or less. And if you go in and you just get the handshake, well, I guess you won't have to worry about the cold sore. You know what I mean? The cold sore that's on yours, or hers. Okay. And uh, at the end of the date, it's good to always follow up with a call thanking them for uh, the date. In a worst case scenario. Thanks for the blowjob, baby. Uh, oh, oh, man. 
that's okay. Thank God there's no family here. Uh, and now I'll check that. <laughs> I won't delete it. I won't delete it. Uh, and the worst case scenario, if the date isn't going so well, you can send a text. You can still thank them for making uh, certain they're not going to stalk you or anything like that. Because nothing says I love you like a restraining order. Okay, okay. Well, I'm going to go with the no's and the no-no's. Okay. Okay, here's the no-no's. As Father Ira from my uh, high school, Archbishop Ryan High School for Boys would say, uh, there was a girls' high school attached to it. And uh, Father Ira worked as a moderator in the library. And he'd go, hey, Romeo, get away from that girl. Give the girl some space. You don't want to crowd the girl. Don't assume they have the same intentions you have. You know? So don't lead with displaying your travel kit of condoms and massage oils. Because the girl may not think that's the way the date's going to end. I don't know. That's a pretty good lead if you're in a strip club. It's a great, yeah. In, in a strip club, yeah, they're going to they're gonna kick your ass out. No. They're, they're going to hit you with mace. They're going to take all your money. They'll hit you with mace. Okay. Now you got to remember, don't move so fast. This is don't. Don't move so fast. I've been there. I've been on, I call it a short trajectory date. And uh, when I was young, and I, uh, I hesitate to say what kind of date it was, but it's when you met them, and within an hour, you're there at the uh, ultimate consummation. Uh, that's a real short-term relationship. I don't know. That can be stretched out into a very long-term relationship. I had many of relationships and the ones that lasted... Provided you know the person beforehand. Under two hours. Under two hours, they, I've no. only had like five or six. That yeah, expired. no, I have to put a proviso there. Provided you've known the person for like eight, ten years beforehand and it's a yeah. sudden hookup. If, 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 if that's your goal, make sure that other person understands. Now, uh, also... Um, if you think you're uh, from Masters and Johnsons, go easy with the sex talk. Maybe it would be nice if she had it. You knew if she had a cat or dog the first time before you get into your Vietnamese sex chair talk. You know what I mean? You don't want to go and say, "Hey, listen, come over to the house. I got this Vietnamese sex chair," uh, and and the girl's like, "You lost her." Now remember, on the first date. If you really uh, like to win someone over, don't trash talk or ruminate about your ex. If all works out, you'll be able to tell your story. Sometimes it makes you look as if you're uh, vindictive or still attached when you get real hung up on that person. I always say when I, someone talks about my ex-wife, I say, uh, yeah, I was married. She was wonderful. We weren't great together. And that's all. That's fantastic. Yeah. Don't be crazy or obsessed. I've seen guys looking as if uh, they're ready to stalk the girl, throw her in the uh, trunk, and then bring her home to the uh, little pit where they put him in, and they lower the basket down, and it puts a lotion on the skin <laughs> or gets a hose again. Because that's not a good way to look. Breathe normally, act normally. Don't fret about the last guy or girl that they've been with, the person you're with, unless they keep bringing it up. Because if they keep bringing it up, it's pretty much dead anyway. Don't try to convert someone to your belief system. Try Christian Mingle, try J-Date, or Wiccan uh, Welcome, where you, you, know, you meet witches. <laughs> oh, are you serious? Is there such a thing? No, I made that oh. one up. 
dude. JDH real. You like that? Welcome, welcome. I was I was gonna go in there and troll heavy. You know what? I think I would uh, think that the Wiccans are really. Except uh, they'd come and shoot me. I think they're really open to a lot of interesting things, and I'm no insult to Wiccans, but I think the Mother Earth thing—they're very free with their bodies. Uh, hey, don't be late or too early meeting or picking up the person you're dating. I know some guys that come in. I've seen them come into a restaurant, and they scout the place out. They actually, I go, what's a, um, can I help you? And they go, oh, I'm on a date here tomorrow. I'm just checking it out. Oh, to make sure it's nice? No, I'm checking the, where the bathrooms are. And I'm like, it's good to be prepared, man. You got to get that Boy Scout motto going. Be prepared. No, it's like he's trying to get, make sure she doesn't escape. Or trying well, to find the stinky pinky corner. Yeah. <laughs> The stinky pinky corner. Um, That's at the... I know what it means. In the back of the Caribbean club right there. Is, I, I know. Right there on the... Uh, on the base the side back, there. Yes. Yeah. I've never got there uh, with anyone. So... so and uh, one major rule is no movies. No movies on the first date. That is insane. And after the date, don't call back. If you don't hear back, move on. If they're interested, they'll get back to you. Don't get drunk. Man, oh, man, did I ever abuse that one a couple of times. <laughs> and ladies, that goes for you also. Don't, don't think this is an anomaly that the person's just getting drunk because they're out with you. If they're drunk, if they're hostile, if they're jealous, they lie, that's who they are. And remember that. I went out with this girl, I like to call her rock and roll furry boot girl. Hot blonde, right? We're out on a date. We're having a great time. We're at a Mexican restaurant early. We're at an early three o'clock in the afternoon. We're drinking margaritas. We have a great time. It looks like it's rolling into the evening. Right about when it gets dark around 7.30, she starts talking about her ex-boyfriend who's playing in a band in Northeast Philly. Those damn musicians, man. They'll screw yeah, it up every time. And she starts time. talking. And, I start, and she says she just wants to talk to him. So I take her there. And I uh, talked to the manager who I knew. I gave him 20 bucks. And I said, listen, when she's done talking to him, make sure she gets a taxi cab home. That's a good plan. Because the date was over. Because that was going to go down bad no matter what you did. Yeah, there was no, once they did that, and she called me up the next day, and she said, we had unresolved issues. And I said, we don't. <laughs> that was it. There you go, perfect. That was it. Walk away. And uh, I want to hear uh, Luke's story right here. Give me a, chat me up on that, Luke. I want to hear about you and Kim. Mm, our first date, huh? <clears throat> Well, it took two years to get that first date because I was on the road all the time, so I only saw her once every couple of months or so. And uh, our first date, I uh, took her to the nude beach out at Play Linda Beach. You took, wait, 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 wait. You knew her for two years, and you went out the first date. You got an opportunity to take Kim out. You took her to a nude beach? We went to the nude beach, yes, okay, we did. Okay, okay, let's yeah, see her. Yeah. And so then we uh, dropped some hallucinogenics and, uh, 
had a great day. Then I took her to my mom's house, and my mom said, oh, what have you kids been doing? I says, oh, we went to the nude beach, got naked, hold, hold dropped on. acid, Hold on, sex. hold on, hold on. So your first date, you went to a nude beach, dropped to lose acid, and then you went to your mom's, right? That's what you're saying? Yep. Okay, I just want to straighten it out. Go on. And so I never lied to my mom, but my mom never believes me, and I think Kimberly was more embarrassed than shocked, actually, because I told my mom exactly what went on, and then my mom's like, oh, you kids, you know, thought I was lying. <laughs> How old were you guys then? Damn, that was... See, that was 20-something years ago, so... Uh, 30s? You were in your 30s. Yeah. Well, that's a great, uh, that's a great first date. I've seen many first dates. I saw one guy come in with a girl I knew I worked at. Um, uh, actually, I worked at a hospital, and the person was a fitness instructor. And uh, she came in. She sat at the bar. And uh, I guess she came in because she knew me, and she felt safe. And she met this guy. I guess she met on Match.com. I found out after the fact she met this guy at Match.com. And the guy's talking to her, and he started telling her... Uh, he, he left right into his political views about how many kids he wanted to have, uh, how his life was planned. And I thought, oh, man, this guy is ready to strike out. He's ready to strike out. Didn't you know she went out with that guy for six months? Well, you never know. I know. And she said to me afterwards, he goes, he was a control freak. I said, he told you right in the beginning his whole plan for the rest of his life. Why wouldn't you think he's a control freak? Okay, let's hear your first uh, date story. Oh. Well, hi. How Hello. you doing? Uh, let's see. Actually, was it her? No, no. That, that was okay. not her. The, 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 actually, there's a pre preview to this one because we were at a fundraiser, and I was talking to the, to the uh, cute little girl, and um, a gentleman that I do IT work with was trying to figure out who, who I was talking to. I'm going, you know, the cute little girl keeps bringing me beer. He had no idea. Anyway, uh, long story short, about a month later, after going by the office two or three times, I run into her at a local uh, club down here at the crib, and she's out with her daughter, and uh, we're just having a fine old time. We were actually, uh, the guy sitting next to me was playing, uh, Luke was playing, and we were just having a fine old time. I'd played earlier that evening, and uh, we were up unwinding, and... Uh, this was one of those alcohol-fueled first dates because we were buying uh, Goldschlager. Uh, no, not Goldschlager. What was that? Fireball shots for uh, her and her daughter. And we had a grand old time and uh, turned out very well. Yeah? Yeah. Is that... I, you know what? I'm expecting to hear a horror story here. No, it was not a Does horror story. It was fantastic. Oh, I can give Cheryl, you a horror story. Keith, can I hear... A Anybody have a horror story? I got, I got one in my... Up I my bet sleep. Jeff's got a... I got a bunch of them. Oh, Dr. my God. Dr. Kim's Jeff, back in town. Hi, Kim. How you Keith, doing? Oh, here we Keith, do you have a horror story? Come on. I bet Kim can come up with a horror story for her first okay, date. Okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you... Come on up. I, I know he can. Let's give a mic to Keith. Sit down here. Come on, okay, Keith, Keith. Sit right here. I want to I hear a first date story. Don't clean it up. Let's hear it. So I went drinking one night. Woke up. All good. 
Then I look down. I'm like, uh oh. I got a brown ring and a red ring around my. Wow. <laughs> okay. So I went and see the doc. I said, Doc, is what is joke? this? He goes, Well, son, I got good news and bad news. What do you want first? I said, Well, give me the good news. Well, the red is uh, lipstick. Okay. What's the other color? Chewing tobacco. Ah. That's it. That's it. He told you. Got a job. God damn it! I knew it was going to. Okay, happen it's like a joke. That. I, I kind of felt that that was going to happen, but okay. Now come on, somebody's got to have a serious. No, I got mine. I got mine. I got mine. Okay. Miserable it. first day. I'm going to say the full name as I remember her name. It's 19. It's 1986. It's Philadelphia. Her name's Kim Cherie. She's a uh, a swimsuit model for. And this is going to be a very old sentence for Gimbel's Department Store. Gimbel's, okay. And we're uh, on South Street. We're in a car, and it's bumper to bumper. South Street is on. It's a Saturday night. We're driving down South Street. It's the place to hang out. We're going to go to a bar there, and all of a sudden, she bumps up to a car with three guys, hits taps her bumper. One of the uh, passenger doors open up. This Guido walks out. Walks back to her window and starts uh, chewing her out. And I go and I say something to him. I say, hey, listen, it was a mistake. So the guy comes around to my side and he starts coming to my door. And as he's coming to my door, I open my door. And the guy starts running back to the car. I get out of the car. The guy jumps in the car with the guys and they peel out. And I'm thinking, I'm like... I must be like the Hulk. And then I get back in the car right after that, and I see on her lap, she has a 38 caliber revolver in her hand. And what happened is when that guy walked over, she pulled out the gun. And that guy saw it. When I was looking at him, he was looking at the gun. And I'm thinking he's running away from me. So I got back in the car, and she goes, uh, don't worry, I had your back. See, she tapped the guy's car, and then all of a sudden pulled out a gun. I thought I had to just fight, but she was ready to cap the guy. Just a regular, privileged white girl ready to shoot a guy on South Street in Philadelphia. I was ready to go. I had tons of stories like that. I'm telling you. Hey, folks, we want to thank you for coming out. Unless uh, we have any more to say, we want to thank Bacardi. We want to thank... Uh, Billy and Luke for being here and all our friends that showed up. Uh, remember, Bar uh, Bacardi Rum, we still have those specials going until uh, 6 p.m. $3 drinks. Uh, did, do you want to come up and say anything? I don't know. Come on, Kim. You got a come good on, first. You got, you got a first. I'm sure you've got a first. We don't have a set time first here. Grade. You can come up here. You don't have to tell a good... No, you don't have to tell Luke's story. Okay. See, no, he already did. Her and I both were whores I, I, no, I heard when we were young. Naked and on acid. Well, no, when we were, before we even met, we were both whores. And uh, that's how we hooked up. We got tired of being whores. So that's pretty much how we got together. Naked and hallucinogens is always you a good combo. You just said whores twice when you're talking about... Okay. Well, we were both whores, you know. 
Is that okay? I guess when that's I met right. her, she had four other boyfriends. You know. Holy shit! I wonder if okay. Mike Padula has a. Good and I was first the worst choice story. out of all of them because I, I I didn't have any money and I was on the road playing music. I think that's why she picked me anyway. Is just to piss her parents off. Oh, that's a, that. You know, as a musician, that's always been a plus. Yeah, I think uh, I but, think we're just about to get kicked off the Family Channel Network, uh, the radio network I was planning on going on next. Oh, I'm sorry that. about that. Yeah. So I want to give our uh, we're going to do our plugs right now. Uh, we'll start out with uh, you, Billy. Let's see. Where am I? I've got uh, tomorrow night. We are here at the catch. Cody James and the Key Billies. Uh, 6.30, 9.30, always a good time. Good mix of bluegrass, old country, and whatever we decide to play. Uh, they're making me play reggae on that big old bass, which kind of pains me. Um, Friday night, I'll be at Sharky's uh, with Sweetwater. Saturday, I am at Shipwreck's. Uh, that's a that's a great place. Little hole in the wall up north, uh, fun place. And Sunday Snooks, one to four. How about you, Luke? Where are you at? Uh, see, tonight I'm at the Pilot House uh, with the band. Tomorrow I'm at uh, the Blackwater Sirene with my buddy Alan Truesdale, and uh, then Alan and I are at the Ocean View on Friday, and then Saturday the band is at um, the Caribbean Club, and. Um, Shit, that's as far as I can remember. Okay, well, uh, there you go. Oh, shipwrecks on Sunday. What shipwrecks time? on Sunday. I don't know. Probably if I'm like Probably one, one to four. four. One to four. Two to five. Two to five. I'm not gonna say. Oh, do we have a first date happening? I wanna, I wanna uh, send out a shout out for my uh, the Holtz. They have the visitor center. When you come in here, uh, as soon as you come in on the right, uh, yes. And uh, uh, the Catch Restaurant and Bar here in Key Largo. Happy hour uh, Monday through Friday at 3.30 to 6.30. Oh, yeah. Okay, you can go into it. No, no problem. Uh, tonight, we are, uh, we're still doing the specials on Bacardi till 6 p.m. Uh, we want to thank Bacardi for bringing their delicious rum. Uh, remember, it's not a Cuba Libra unless you have Bacardi. And also, uh, we have delicious rum punch. It's really good with uh, lime juice. It's, uh, it's iconic. And as uh, a bartender, I am here on all day Friday at the catch, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Uh, Saturday night I'm here. And Sunday I am here in the evening and Monday all day. But we'll have a couple uh, new shows coming away. I think Billy has something to say to you. And, uh, of course, thank you for uh, Jeff Bailey from the Animal Care Clinic coming up and hanging out in the audience. We do appreciate that. Are you playing at the Animal Care Clinic? Is that what you were saying? No. but no, he was thanking Jeff Thanking Bailey Jeff for, for coming show. up oh, that's and good. hanging hey, out yeah, the show. They just had to clear the uh, shelter uh, event. Uh, this the clear to shelter event last week, right? Clear to shelter event. Listen, yep. And let's uh, let's remember if you uh, let's not uh, attend to these puppy mills and things like that. Let's go and adopt no, a rescue there are dog. So or many rescue rescue, rescue dogs and animals out.
That was PetFinder.com. PetFinder.com. Um, don't confuse with TieBride.com because that's illegal. That's 14 to 17 year old. I'm just kidding about that. This is the Keys bartender. I want to thank the Catch Restaurant. Uh, Luke Summers has to go right now to get to thing. We'd like to thank everyone who showed up once again. Thank you, Picardi. Goodbye until next week. Thank you all. We appreciate Peace. it. Peace.